Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Pastor Dan Woodward, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dwight, Illinois for 36 years, and he's also a member of the adjunct faculty at Providence Baptist College, and so it's my pleasure to have him with us today. Thanks so much for joining us, Brother Woodward. Thank you for having me. I've known you for quite a while, uh, since I was a child. I watched uh, you grow up. Absolutely. I was in your Christian school starting at first grade through third grade, and uh, then uh, basketball tournaments through my high school years, uh, and then uh, as your student at Providence Baptist College, and uh, now you know working Stop, side you're by making side. Making me feel old. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but now working side by side yes. at Providence, and one of the things that I think is probably what always comes to mind when I think about you is this issue of giving. Um, I always have heard you preach on the topic of giving. I've seen your life be an illustration of those sermons of giving. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk to us and challenge all the rest of us as well about the blessing of giving. And maybe where did you learn this philosophy? Who taught that to you? And what are some of the benefits that come with being a giver like you talk about? Well, I have a goodly heritage. You know, my grandmother was a missionary in India. My grandfather died when in India when my mother was quite young. She came back to the States. And uh, then I had grandparents that were wonderful Christians that loved God. But my mom and dad, I grew up in a giving home. Our home was always open. Uh, there were no, it, you weren't a stranger to my parents. You came to our house. Mm -hmm. it, it never had a holiday where there wasn't somebody from outside of our family joining. If you didn't have a place to go, my family made sure you came to be with us. I saw that growing up. I saw my dad with missionaries. My dad and mother had a great love for missionaries. Of course, mm -hmm. mom growing up on the field. I saw my dad buy tires for missionary car. My dad used to go out, every missionary that came, he'd go look at their tires. My dad, my dad had a trucking company and, okay. uh, and, and he wasn't well to do, but he, he wasn't, he could give and do. And so uh, I saw my dad buy things for missionary. He bought missionaries cars. I saw him buy buses for the church. I saw him do many things in this area of giving. Uh, I saw my dad cease. When I was in Bible college, my dad would come and see me. He'd drive with his truck. He was a car hauler. He would park at the house. He said, son, do you know any college students that need need some groceries? And there were always, I could always. So we'd go to Strack and Van Teel and buy. A, my dad was a great shopper because he had the kids in mind. He'd buy all the goodies for the kids as well as toilet paper and all the things they would need. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't uncommon to get 10 or 12 bags of groceries. And he said, now, wow. I don't want nobody to know where this came from. He said, let's go put it on their porch. And then I'm going to go back to the car. You knock on the door and run back and get in the car. We'll park them where we can see them get it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, we, we, he, we get it all in their porch, not get caught, get He'd get back to the car and I, bah, 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 and then I'd run back to the car. He'd be laughing and laughing and laughing. Thought it was so much fun. And, and all of that rubs off on you. And to your parents, I say, you got to teach your kids to give. It's not natural. I'm very selfish. I'll be honest with you. I'm selfish. I give, but, but I want to, I'd, I'd rather keep it for myself. But when God says give, I've learned to, to answer his call to give, to be 
willing to give. It is, you know, you got to wrap your mind around it's more blessed to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. and, and the devil said, no, it's more blessed to take and to have than to give. Are you stupid? <laughs> you know, and so it's, it's a truth and, and, and it becomes a way of life. And you talk about giving and how it becomes, you got to look for opportunities. Mm -hmm. I'm always, I pray and the more, Lord, show me some opportunities. Lead me today where I could be a blessing to somebody today. I pray before my mm -hmm. feet hit the ground, I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of the bed and, and I say, Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you today. Help me to cross the path of someone that if Jesus were here, would help. And it's just not a, so, some vain words to me. It's, it means something to me because I want, and then because I pray, I'm looking, where does the Lord have me to, to give? And, you know, I, I have some special thing. I love Providence College, Baptist College, so I'm always looking for what can I do to help there. Mm -hmm. I love the ministry. When Brother Gomez asked me to do the dining hall out out there, I took some time to pray about it. But but it wasn't a hard thing because I, I mean, I was into what, you know, I want to be a blessing and a help. I do. I really do want to be a blessing. and And so I took the time and put it together and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, today we have a beautiful uh, year and a half investment, but a beautiful time. Yeah. A beautiful building is left because of that. You're talking about your personal testimony and maybe when I mention the title of, you know, the blessings of giving, maybe a lot of people's minds go to, oh, giving tithes and offerings to the church, like so many do, but every last example you've given about this issue of giving, we weren't just talking about, you know, giving monetary gifts to the church, tithes and offerings. We're talking about giving maybe monetary gifts, but to people or things to people. And you mentioned the idea of always having your eyes open uh, to do that. Uh, some people, they may not feel that they have the financial wherewithal to be able to be a giver, uh, but maybe they're not looking for the opportunity to acquire things on the cheap so that they can give. You know, Brother Gomez taught me not equal gifts equal sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, and I may not have as much as somebody else, but I may have time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a big, what I think is one of the biggest gifts you can give sure. is of your time. Uh, you know, I do look for things. I'm always looking for uh, things for the college. I'm looking for things for different ministries, uh, the camp. I'm, I have some bleachers I'm taking out to the camp here in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. And uh, for the ball diamonds, and I'm excited about uh, that. And uh, always looking what we can do, but it's got to be a. It, it becomes a way of life, a mental uh, ascent, if I can say that, where I'm not always looking about what's for me. Now, if you ask my wife, my wife says my husband has stuff. <laughs> she goes. And before you die, you better get rid of your stuff because I don't want to deal with it. Mm. And so, and we laugh about stuff. Several yeah. preachers says, "Brother Woodward, you have stuff." Well, why do I have stuff? Because I I give stuff. Years ago, I had an assistant pastor that was preacher. Why Why is everybody always doing for you? Why do you just because you're the pastor, people do for you? And I, and I said to him, I said, you know what? Your problem is you're selfish. You're always doing for you. Mm. Everything's all about you. And he ended up messing up his life and and becoming a wreck. And and it's sad, but but he didn't it it's not about you. Given it shall be given unto you. Mm. 
-hmm. is true. You can't outgive God. Every time I turn around, if if, if I give money, it doesn't mean I'm going to get money back, but God may let my tires go a little farther. Mm -hmm. God may do something that's such a, a help in another area to me. And, you know, my it came from my parents. And uh, it came from my good... I'm surrounded with friends that are givers. You know, the radio, we just raised 31000 for the radio uh, wow. two days early. And, and, and I really believe that I'm reaping what I sow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we turn around and then did $20,000 for Bible Truth Music's new studio they're doing to record and and i did that and one of my assistants said well why don't we do that for our own studio and and i said you're going to run it you're going to do it yeah (laughs) no we're going to help somebody else do it and i'll be glad to help somebody (laughs) else do it but but that's um, i want to help people i don't have to do i don't believe i have to do everything or we have to be the ones to do everything, but if I can help somebody else do it and do a better job, it's all about giving and being a part of that. One other aspect of giving I think we've talked about too is the idea that you don't have to be the one to actually do the giving. You may know, you may see the need here, you may not have the ability to meet that need, but you know that somebody over here has that ability and you can kind of bring the two together. Networking is one of my things that I think about. When we did the kitchen at Kite River, mm-hmm. one of my dear friends, Ed LaHood, he owns new and used restaurant equipment. And uh, I, he told me, if you ever build a kitchen for the football camp, I want to I, I help you. So I went to Ed. I said, Ed, I don't have a, my kitchen for the football camp. I want to give it away. I want to give it to Kite River. They're doing, they've asked me to design a kitchen in the dining hall. And would would you help me with it? He said, I would. I, he said, if you can come up with $25,000, we can build a million-dollar kitchen. Wow. And so we have new and used equipment there that he helped me. But it's networking him with Kite River. And, and I told him the other day, did I lose my football camp kitchen, Ed? He said, I'm 86, son. You better get your football camp and get a couple semi-trailers and we'll start building it right now. And so, uh, but, you know, one day, uh, you know, again, I will get a better kitchen because I gave my kitchen to Kite River Mm -hmm. because that's how God does that. Yeah. And it's a blessing. Well, there's that principle of putting the needs of others before your own needs. Uh, Certainly, you needed that equipment. Certainly, you could have used it, but you decided to turn that favor in another direction and you know, let that be a blessing to somebody else. And no doubt, time will tell the blessing that uh, you know, God will bestow upon you for doing that. Yeah, and that's not my motivation to do things. It's not. Sure. You know, I really want to be a blessing to people. And, and I, I, don't look at, I don't look at it as an opportunity to give so I can get accolades. My... My dad got angry at a preacher. My dad gave a large sum of money to buy a building, help buy a building mm-hmm. when the church was first starting. And he said, I don't ever want you to mention my name. And he, the preacher mentioned his name, and it really hurt my dad. My dad really struggled with that because my dad wasn't about recognition. It wasn't about limelight. And I got a little bit of that in me that I don't want. It's not about recognition. It's, I want to do it. I, it. First of all, it feels good to get it just it feels good it, and and it, because it's right mm-hmm. you're helping the cause of Christ 
And and I, now at, at age 64 and 37 years of pastoring, I've seen God do great things in a small town, in a small church. And 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 it's it's all about being willing to give. You you know, we we got carpet squares for our gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And I'm a I'm a scrounger if you want. To know. So I I get accused of scrounging. And uh, so we, I, I said, Eric, go on the internet and see if you can get a good price on some tiles, squares. Well, we we bought, um, we found some used ones on the internet, mm-hmm. used like new. Well, sure, you <laughs> yeah, used like new. We went and looked at them, and they were like brand new. Wow. And you know, and I, I bought them for fifty cents a square. What do they go for? Oh man, they're four and five and six dollars oh, a really? square. Wow. Okay. You know, and we did our whole. We have we have carpet for the whole building for the new building. We also have enough carpet for the new studio and things at yeah. at uh, carpet for the uh, uh, up at uh, BTI mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But I look for things and and first of all, I don't have to have the newest, the greatest, the latest. But it's nice, and I don't believe in junk for Jesus. But I, I do go looking, and I'm, I have that ability to network. To know my here's how networking goes that my dad taught me. That is so powerful. He said, "Son, let me teach you a lesson. Stick your hand out like this and say hello. My name is Dan Woodward. Your name is." Okay. And he said, "Meet people. Get to know people in your community. Stick your hand out. Talk to them." Call them by their name when you see them. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned to do that. And I've, I've met people all over the United States. That is, my big giant flag that, that I have at football camp came from a guy I met at a, I met him at a, 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 in Shipshawana at a flea market. He lives in Florida. He sells little flags and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we became buddies, and every time I went to Shipshawana, I'd stop and see him. Then we'd text throughout the year. We both liked, he knew my, I have a, a, a cousin that raced super trucks, and he knew and loved super trucks. And, and so we just developed a friendship, and I called him one day. I said, hey, what's the biggest flag you can get? Well, I think I can get you one thirty-five by 25. Is that big enough? I said, I think that'll work. How much will it be? He said, well, let me find out what shows up on my doorstep. And it didn't cost me anything. Wow. And I have that big flag. That big flag has been shipped all over. Oliver Reza has used it. Yeah. It's been all over America being used by different people. It's now sat in our gymnasium for many years as a backdrop for my pulpit till we finish our new auditorium. Can you talk a little bit about the immediacy of giving, where if you see a need and then you drag your feet on meeting that need, you know, what what difficulties can come that come your way? Well, first of all, the longer you go, the more likely you won't give because you'll talk yourself out of it. Sure. I'm that's Dan Woodward. If I don't if I don't respond fast, I'm gonna say, you know what? I I, I need that. You know what? I really don't want to do that. There's a pool table out there. Mm-hmm. I had it's a Brunswick and, I, and it was in my basement and it wasn't set up and I wasn't using it. I was out there looking at the pool table. I said, boy. The, Someone ought to do something about pool tables for this place. And, and the Lord says, well, you got a pool table. I said, no, I don't. It's in my bay. It's mine. No, I don't. La, 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 la. I don't hear you, Lord. And, uh, and I said to the Lord, Lord, if, if Brother Hall walks in here, I'll give it to him. 
Well, I knew Brother Hall was teaching at the high school. I knew he wasn't even on the campus. See, I'm smart. <laughs> and he walked in. I said, Brother Hall, I got a pool table if you're interested. He said, sure, I'd love to have it. Well, come and get it when you want us to get it. Well, see, yeah. if I would have waited and, and carried on and, and not obeyed the voice. That's why I said at the start, I'm selfish. And so are you, and so are you. Yeah. And we, we, you know, you just got to constantly overcome that. You do that by responding immediately. Well, thank you so much for sharing this lesson with us, a burden that you have about giving. And uh, it's something that you're right. We're all selfish. This is something we all struggle with. And uh, it certainly is a, a sermon that we continue to have to working to live you know, out. Of whom life. I am chief. You know, that's my attitude. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of uh, Brother Woodward. And if you want to check out the other episodes featuring Pastor Woodward, check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video and you subscribe to our channel and also check out our audio-only platforms as well. Thanks for joining us.